before we get into that point, I did have something that I wanted to start today's episode with. Lionel. I'm not going to talk shit. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out because last week... I thought you were going to talk shit to Juan. Last week, you had me <laughs> losing. Just like the week before I, that. Weeks, just like yeah. the week before that, you had me missing the playoffs. You have disparaged yeah. my fucking team for far too long now. And I've proven why humility matters. You ranked yourself number three, and you have gotten what you deserve, sir. I'm never talking shit anytime. Toilet bowl contestant. Toilet bowl contestant. Well, we're all in the championship, boys. Like, that's what I wanted. (laughs) That is true. We are all in the championship. That's a great call. We call this episode Two Champs and a Loser. No. (laughs) It could be three champs. It could be a champ. It could be three champs. I mean, different trophies. You know, I think now (laughs) we have to get we have to get a loser trophy. We have to. Especially, especially if you win, I'm gonna I'm gonna personally design that trophy for you. Is it just gonna be like a toilet bowl, like the the, the cover for it? That would be that's a great idea. Call it the Reina. Just like design it, like yeah, uh, yeah. Like that? The Reina. <laughs> <laughs> the Reina. I'm into that. Yeah, or we could just call it Junior. What do you think? Not Junior. Uh, <laughs> damn. I guess I like Reyna. I like Reyna. That's why I, I feel like Reyna is more insulting. The Reyna Trophy. The, that's a perfect trophy. Yeah, because Reyna. Okay. That does sound kind of insulting. Doesn't sound so bad. Like it sounds like it's a bad <laughs> word in another lane. In another it's like language. I was in the minor league, the NIT or something. Yeah, <laughs> but that would imply that you were the best of the worst. But it means you were the worst. Of the yeah, that would. So it has to be. But it was the worst. Of the worst. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I think that's a great direction. But yeah, okay. So anyway, that was a side bar. I just wanted to. Uh, finally stick up for my fucking team because I held my tongue for weeks. I held my tongue to, uh, trying not mean, to upset the fantasy gods. Does you this mean it's going to bite back in week 16? It could. I, but here's, why, here's why I've decided to start uh, opening up about this right now. At this point, week 16, look, I've been a lot, in a lot of these week 16s. Lionel, I know you've you know never been in a single one, but <laughs> this is going to be my fourth one, right? I've been in these, and I know... I know it's not what it's not up to you. All you can do is put, put up the best lineup that you think you can put up and hope for the best because at this point, both teams are fucking are incredible and it really is going to come down to luck. That's the separator between these two teams. So I'm not superstitious in that sense where like whatever, I, I don't think whatever I say is going to affect what happens this weekend. Not to say it's predetermined. I think whatever happens, is just, that's just fucking, that's how things unravel. So because of that, I've accepted. I have no power. I have my beliefs, and that's all I have. Whatever happens this week happens. So yeah, I'm going to start opening up. I will begin to talk shit if I feel I have to talk shit. If not, I might just, you know, let it slide. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um. You wanna you wanna pick up where we left off? We were talking about uh, basically yes. just like the draft ballot. We thought players who boom this week well, this year are gonna have okay. Let's let's redo the first round to start off this podcast. Okay, so I think there's a consensus number one. I do think the number one over the whole season has to be Delvin Cook. 
I think Dalvin Cook yeah. is the 101 for this season. No, oh, I thought you meant like based no, I'm saying on the draft. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying I thought I thought you meant like where would you pick next next year's draft? No, I'm saying if you drafted, if you went, if you time traveled back to August when, or September, whenever August, oh, if we time traveled back to August whenever we did our draft, who, There's, what, what is the correct order of the first round? Is because I think it's com- it's crazy running back right now is Henry not yes. or uh, it's Cook Cook is because okay. Cook see here's the here's the difference and here's why Cook is the better option. He's a he's a bigger part of the of the receiving game. He gets like five, six receptions. That's a huge difference maker. Makes him the third down back. And um, the only thing is with Henry, most of the time it doesn't matter. But when Henry puts up a bad game, it's a bad game. When Cook puts up a bad game, it's not a bad game. Like this week he put up 24 and I was disappointed because he almost had another touchdown, you know? So, um, yeah, I think Cook undoubtedly has to be the number one. I think Henry... You could make an argument for Kamara because of what he did in the first half of the season. Kamara's RB2. And, like, those are two – that includes two duds uh, with Taysom Hill. Yeah, that is true. So, I guess, yeah, you have to put Kamara second and then Henry third. And, again, that proves the point that as amazing as Derrick Henry – Derrick Henry, I think, should be considered for the league MVP, not our – like, the NFL's MVP. I think what he's doing is incredible – as a running back, but it's a perfect example of why it translates different into fantasy football, why receiving matters so much for running backs. Um, but yeah, I think Henry's number three. But who's number four? Tyreek? James or Robinson? No way, James Robinson. Who is the fourth running back? James, James Robinson, Robinson is the fourth running back. He is the fourth? Oh, no. Yeah. At that point, I think you'd know. That's why I like No, I know who it is. I know exactly who it is. It's Travis Kelsey, number four. Yeah, I mean, yes. Think about it. He's the ultimate difference maker at a position. You have a wide receiver one. He's leading. I don't know. No, now Hopkins. He's second. No, not not ahead of. No, Kelsey. he's not. A, it's not even close. He's like a second rounder. I but think. In terms of difference maker, I feel like the games that Waller put up have been huge for the ones. That if he Kelsey has. were a wide receiver right so, now, he'd be like the wide receiver four. Yeah. So. For example, okay, so Kelsey has 240 points accrued on the season. And then Tyreek Hill has 275. Devontae Adams has basically 250. And then third, Stephon Diggs, we were talking about before we started recording, has 217. So he'd be wide receiver three. He'd be wide receiver three, dude. He's ahead of Tyreek. No, wait. Oh, two, um, two spots behind Tyreek. Okay, then it'd go Tyreek, and then it'd go Devontae Adams, and then it'd go Kelsey, and then it'd go Robinson, right? No, the reason why I think Kelsey now actually would deserve to go, despite the fact that Tyreek uh, has had a higher output, there are other wide receivers that can uh, get close to that or at least emulate that in some way. Um, not exactly what Tyreek's done. I think Tyreek is the next pick. I think Tyreek is the next pick. And even that's like 15 points behind. There's nobody, there's nobody this season that held a a candle at the tight end position to what Travis Kelsey did. Darren Waller came Uh, the closest and he had a few great games, but he also put up a lot of duds in between that. Kelsey, solid. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Darren Waller, even with his 45 or whatever point game, uh, is 52 points behind. Kelsey is probably performing at, if not better, than the level that Gronkowski used to. And Gronkowski used to go in the first round all the time, not only in the first round, but he used to be one of the top picks. 
because he was just so reliable and such a difference maker at the position. Yeah. I think I, um, I would take Kelsey fourth. Then I would take uh, Tyreek, which is insane. That's insane that those two players, a tight end and a wide receiver from the same team, would go back. So you're telling me if you had the fourth pick this year, you would have taken Kelsey over Tyreek and Devontae Adams? No, I, I would have taken... I personally would I would have taken uh, Tyreek. We're taking those and Robinson. No, I'm not saying and we then wouldn't have taken. And I still want to take Kelsey. So I disagree. Uh, I, I'm actually agreeing with um, with Lionel, with uh, Renee on this one. Oh, okay. Uh, because because my first instinct was no, like you'd rather have Tyreek, right? But uh, I'm thinking just like in terms of on the field production. I in terms of fantasy, the difference between Tyreek and Devonte Adams, the difference between Stephon Diggs. Uh, DK Metcalf. I'm like, this year too. Yeah. Which is but, insane. Well, okay. But you still, you have this knowledge, so you know when you're not yeah. going to get production from. But my point is that the difference between the top receivers and like receiver eight, like you'd still be happy if Keenan Allen was your wide receiver one or Justin Jefferson, guys that would still be available in the second round, even with our, our redraft, right? So yeah. what I'm saying is there's only one Travis Kelsey and you could be, your team will be really good if Tyreek isn't your wide receiver one nonetheless. It's a difference maker. There's no one at the position that can rep. It's you have all wide receiver one. Uh, you have the wide receiver three slotted into your tight end spot. That's not a tight end spot anymore. Let's it's yeah. It that it that upgrades your tight end spot. And I'm in the championship. I mean, how many other players have hit 50 points? I mean, didn't Tyreek have a 50 point game this year? Yeah, but when you, that was a, like he'll win you one game, and you know, at the end of the day, I, if you're fighting for last place, one game is. What, what, the what thing with Tyreek this year, he's been consistent, and he has those games, so that would win you a game just with that performance alone. With with, I, with yeah. Kelsey, he does give you solid production every single week, but Tyreek has that more upside than any of these other receiving options. Yeah, you can bring these other names in there, but not none of them. Yeah. None of them. I think. Look, I think. Wait, wait, wait. This is not a Travis Kelsey Tyreek Hill podcast. We do have to move on at some point. But I'm just gonna. I am gonna agree with uh, with what Lionel is saying. It is a valid point, and I think we're nitpicking here. Um, But let's go ahead and say toss up. I do think the fourth and fifth picks are Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Let's move on. Six is Devontae, right? Has to be Devontae. Yeah. Who else? And I'd say James Robinson's uh, next after there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, after I think that, James Robinson time. goes seven. Um, I, I think there's a pretty big gap between those top four and then the rest because running back five on the year is now Aaron Jones, which oh, says yeah, a lot because Jones. He, he was out, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he was he out. Great, he had a great stretch. He was out for like a couple of games. but he had No, a- but my, he was out for two games and then he had like three consistent eight point games three in a row after that. So that's five weeks of like little to no production. So then so, who would be, um, who, who's the next wide receiver? Stefan Diggs. You take, I think, yeah, I think you take Stefan Diggs before you take Aaron Jones. And then I think, especially yeah. in our league, like once you're getting to picks 10, 11 and 12, I think someone might take Kyler Murray. Yeah. I still don't think I would take Kyler Murray. No, and I still wouldn't take Nick Chubb because he was out for such a long time. Yeah, he's he's like RB fifteen, which is like still or Keenan no. Allen, I would rather take Keenan Allen. Yeah, yeah. I would Aaron Jones, take Keenan, Keenan Allen, those guys. And uh, it's weird though because like, okay, David Montgomery, DK Metcalf, we haven't even brought up. Yeah, he's number four. He's after Diggs. 
There's a lot of players I'd rather take than Kyler Murray. I'd rather take Justin Jefferson than Kyler Murray. I'd rather take oh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather. <laughs> Actually, I, like no, I would rather take I Jonathan Taylor than yeah. Kyler Murray. Wow. Look, I've been streaming the position, uh, and it hasn't hurt me that much. I haven't been perfect. I have not, but it really hasn't hurt me that much. And it shows the volatility of the position that if you just you can stream the right way and, and hold on to the right players. And some weeks you're going to end up with the number one quarterback without even trying. I played Ryan Tannehill this week, hoping for like 16, 17 points again. Puts up 37, number one quarterback on the week. So it's I'm just think I would take him. Yeah, I don't, think you, I don't think he should go in the first round. And I still don't believe – I just don't think he, any quarterback should go in the first round. I don't care who it is. Tannehill 12? <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. I guess we can move on, but I, I think um, Dak Prescott. It is going to be interesting. <laughs> you take you draft two quarterbacks just to stream the first five weeks of Prescott. <laughs> hey, he was on say, pace for a fucking solid year, great record breaking year. In those top ten picks, <laughs> we had uh, four players that are currently in um, in in the championship. Because I have Tyreek and Dalvin Cook, who, as we ranked, are respectively one and three if you're Lionel or one and four if you're if you know you'd rather have Kelsey and you have three in what seven or six so it does go and and you think about where a lot of those players were draft or were yeah where they drafted where they fell in our draft um I got Dalvin Cook with the 11th pick because everyone wanted to pass on him. No one believed on him. He was your blue balls candidate, Lionel, which I will say, there's still time for him to blue balls me. And at this point, if he blue balled me, it would be the hardest blue ball of all time. Except for me, it wouldn't be the hardest. It would be the second worst blue ball of my life. There is one in my life that just cannot be topped, fellas. It can just not be topped. But Wait, uh, I got to know it now. What? Oh no, I'm not gonna say that on the podcast, but I'll oh, save it for off the air. Okay. Yeah, I'll save it. Oh, I thought it was a fantasy performance. I was like, okay. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Wait. Yeah, um, uh, you might as well like chop your dick off after this one if uh, Delvin Cook puts up a dud performance. I swear, if that happens, I'm gonna lose it. So let's say again, look, pretend that Delvin Cook puts up a dud performance, like bad next week, right? Yeah, negative two points. And you. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has fumbles and then like is injured and like <laughs> twice like in the first quarter. He throws an interception, yeah. He throws an <laughs> interception. They run a special play. <laughs> and then he gets injured on the play. <laughs> first play of the game. Hmm. Uh, he, okay, he gets he gets picked and then he tackles the guy, recovers the ball, and then he fumbles it. <laughs> and then they get possession. <laughs> Okay, yeah, if that happened, I think I will just jump off the ledge of my apartment. Now, knowing, now this is just for the sake of hypotheticals, knowing that information, if you had the first pick, if you traveled back in time and had the first pick, would you still take Cook and then just like trade him at some point? Or because he started heating up at the end, probably Pat, like close to the. Oh, yeah, you, I would still take Cook because I mean, there was a, at one point of the season, I'm pretty sure I could have gotten like probably two wide receiver ones and a running back two for Delvin Cook, at least. Like, there was a point in the season where people were just shitting bricks over him. He had, like, no, he had like, um, I didn't get that many because I think people knew that I wasn't willing to get rid of him. Um, 
but honestly, off the top of my head, I can't remember. But I do remember getting, like, the offers were always good. Like, where I would think about it. Um, at Early in the season, uh, Ezra and I almost made a trade where I basically would have gotten, I think, like, Joe Mixon, DK Metcalf, and Allen Robinson for Delvin Cook. <clears throat> and he oh, would have wow. won that trade. Um, I still think he would have won that trade. I'm glad I didn't take it. I'm happy I have Cook. Makes sense. But yeah, of course, you still draft him one-on-one because of the prize tag. Although you can get the same for Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry's still on the tear. So. And so is Delvin Cook. I'm like... <laughs> hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the matchup this week. Let's... Um, I, I think Lionel, uh, I'm just gonna, we're just going to listen to your take because I can't, I have to assume Juan, you picked your team, right? I don't um, No, I think that I need let's, a lot of luck. Let's, let's analyze. This let's game. go Lionel first. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I've obviously won against Renee the past two weeks. Um, if I go against him this week, I mean, what could potentially happen, you know? Like, this is really how the last couple of matchups have been determined. Uh, so, one of the concerns I have with Renee's team, so he, uh, Tenhill is a good quarterback. He is a... Um, I'm not playing Tenhill. That's reliable. I will tell you my lineup right now. I know playing Hurts? I'm playing Hurts. There's no way. There's no way you can't play Hurts right now. I'm sorry. But it's a. it was a great pick. I, there's no way Tenhill puts up 37 again. Be lucky if he puts up 20 again. But Hurts... Yeah is going up against the Cowboys and his, he put up 34 points last week and it was totally reliable. This kid's running. It's a cheat code. He could, he could in, in reflection, once the season's done, Hertz could be like the fantasy MVP because of what he does, what he's doing right now. And he has a really good matchup. If yeah. I had Josh Allen, I would be playing Hertz over Josh Allen this week because of the Cowboys. So it's true. Tannehill's a good quarterback. Um, one of the concerns I have, if you run this, is Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Um, so they're both really great receivers, but at this point, I feel like you have to choose one or the other, and one of them is going to have higher production. Corey Look, Davis remember, has established himself on this team, um, and A.J. Brown has a little bit of injury history recently. But I think that might – it might not even matter. Both of them probably put up like what they did last week to where uh, Corey Davis and AJ and, and Brown get a high number of points. But that could also be something that I think that you can miss. Yeah. And that could be something that could potentially uh, reduce your points. Hmm. Um, so I mean, we'll see how that plays out. I know you're not running Tannehill, but that still leads concern if you do run one of those wide receivers that one of them might have a higher production than the other. And again, might not matter, but... I, I do. So I, you remember earlier in the season, one time we were talking about Lockett and Metcalf and having to choose which one. I told you at some point you just have to say like, I'm just going to play this one and take the floor. That's AJ Brown. It's either like the only time I ever ran the stack or played Corey Davis was because it didn't really matter. Yeah, just you're fucking playing as a Cowboys stack. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Fuck that. <laughs> but just, like this is the championship. You play your best players. And I mean, if we're talking about, receivers that could go in the first round next year aj brown's on that list um, and i know sorry and i know um you're running them against uh jalen hurts against the cowboys 
I've, I don't know. I, I some it of these lower lower tier teams I over agree. the last few couple. It could of weeks, be a trap, but I got to go balls to the wall here. I got to go balls to the wall. And, and he, he might, might play. He's due for a bad game. <laughs> and he starts off the, hot, and then they get it's that. It's a Cowboys. Bad game. It's a divisional game, Maybe. and you never know with those. Uh, the Cowboys need this one, and I think they could make the playoffs. And I think they. Now I think the reason. The I, and here's the thing. They need this game. I think they have. I think Ryan Tannehill and Jalen Hurts right now have roughly the same floor. The reason being that no, yeah. Tannehill has low passing uh, opportunities, whereas Hertz runs the ball, and that's a cheat code, and it just increases the floor. That's all it is. But the ceiling, I think this coming week, the ceiling is higher with Jalen Hurts. I and then I don't know this this matchup is so intense. I okay, I'm and uh, I'm this it. this particular matchup, I know we've the last uh, looking throughout our history of the league, and even going into the future. This is probably one of the most important championships of our of our life. Uh, there's been the <laughs> Renee and Ambrosia matchups over the last few years that have been high scoring, last second, yeah. last game. But this one, the 2020 season, with everything that's happened, I mean, you can see this with any sport in general, like in football and, and basketball. And the year that we decided to start the podcast. Um, but this, this particular matchup, I think, is going to be one of the most important in this league's history. Uh, and... I, I do think it is going to be one that's that is very high scoring, so I, I have a really hard time choosing this one. Uh, I do think one wins. I hope I it's close, but I hope it's like really low scoring, like it's like sixty one. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, dude, I'd be shooting bricks. <laughs> that would be so great. Okay, wouldn't the best version be like the person, like let's say you your players play early and like you. You played eight of your 11 and you racked up like 55, 60 points. And you're well, just you like, that's Josh it. Allen on Monday night. Nine. And stuff. No, like. just, yeah, exactly. So, so no matter what it is, that's what's going to be the case is I'm going to have to put up my points before that. And we're just going to see. But wouldn't happens. it be funny if you only got like 60 and then like, I think the W is in oh, the bag no. and then like, that'd be hilarious. Josh Allen fumbles twice and gets two interceptions. That would be great. 58. No, it would be great. So, who, okay. So again, Lionel. We're still on your take. Who do you think? I have wins? one. I, I think the difference maker is going to be Kelsey in this one. I think Kelsey puts him over the top. I like uh, both teams are stacked overall. Both teams have the higher have high upside. I just I I don't know with this one. So I'm just gonna go with one. And that means that Renee is gonna win because I the last <laughs> a couple of times I went against her. <laughs> Not but last I'm couple, say like literally every time you have picked against me. But um <laughs> So it's appropriate, and I'm actually really glad that you did that. Josh I'm, Allen digs. Somehow that brings me comfort. All I'm going to say is you also Yo, picked me to cunk. win last week, and you were right. So Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so it's like somewhere in the middle there, right? Like, which way is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, um, can I go first? Yeah, please. Cool. So I'm actually pretty nervous. Like, I, I guess I'm not nervous like I was maybe other important games or weeks or last week. Because it's the end of the road and there's nothing else I can do. There's no yeah. way I can improve. That's so I'm not nervous, but I do feel like this you are probably gonna win. Um I have tough matchups, but I'm also happy that you have tough matchups. I have very tough um, matchups. I actually think your matchups are better than mine. So for example, Dalvin Cook uh hits Saints. New Orleans best defense, Chris Carson hits the Rams. But these are also players like, well, not Dalvin Cook, but we have a lot of players on the same team. So, for example, Tyreek Kiel- Hill has the best wide receiver matchup in the league. And Travis Kelsey, Kelsey does too. 
So it's like our good games are stacked with their bad games. Because, for example, I can't play Title Locker because they're playing the Rams. It's not someone that I want to trust this week. And then your flex is Jonathan Taylor, who hits Pittsburgh. And then my flex is DeAndre Swift, yeah. who hits Tampa Bay. <laughs> so Okay, so now that we're talking, um, I, I will tell you my lineup and what I'm considering for the sake of transparency on this podcast and so that we can really get into this discussion. But I want right, to go through what your mindset. Um, I, it's funny, like, I want to pick myself but I haven't been able to. I really you guys like are pussies. My gut. No, <laughs> oh, I'm going for you, guy. I'm not going for. <laughs> I want you to win, buddy. <laughs> I want to go for myself. Like I just love. <laughs> Someone's pissed off. Your team is so good. <laughs> you're right dude you're right we, we do something like bitches. it is well honestly okay yeah that is, that is true like i think um we have you're saying there's nothing we can do but the thing is we already did what we could and when recently the reason why you and i are here is because we made the right moves to the fucking end i picked up jalen hurts last week and you picked up the browns because they're playing the jets um these, those are like the kinds of moves that get you here, right? But um, here's what I think it comes down to. I think I have the better players. I think you have the better matchups. Um, and like you said, like we talked, I think when it comes down to this last week, there's fucking nothing that you can do. All you can do is just set up your lineup and hope. And that's what I'm doing. And I anticipate that that's what you're doing. And Juan, I love you. I love your fucking team, bro. I love your team so much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, me a Nick Chubb. So, <laughs> so I want to know what, like, what, what's your lineup this week, and why? I don't know. Um, I have a couple things in the air. So, everything. Well, everything's set, but the flex. I'm gonna play Josh Allen. Obviously, I'm not. I have, I picked up Drew Brees, but that was just mainly defense. So no one else would. <laughs> there like was no Drew. intention of playing him. And then yeah. he put up a dud. So even against Minnesota, that was the wrong quarterback to pick up. Okay, yeah, but I didn't expect that. Hertz could Hertz couldn't throw since he was in Alabama, so I thought he wasn't gonna survive. Dude, yeah, no, I completely understand. But you know, the reason why I decided I was gonna take the shot was Justin Herbert. Fair enough. That's a good point. I didn't think about Too that. Well. Um, but so Josh Allen's gonna play. Austin Eckler's gonna play. Kareem Hunt is really hard to trust, but he has the Jets and. They're not only a bad team, but they're probably going to play competitive because they're reeling off a win. Jets are great against the run. It sounds weird to say, but which is better? They're um, well, I guess yeah. He is the receiving back, but um, yeah, yeah, they're number five against the run uh, when like adjusted by rating, like depend like against good teams versus bad teams and stuff like that. Uh, So they're a tough matchup, but it's the Jets. So like. Cream Hunt is a good play for for either of these reasons. Uh, the reason I settled in because he he's been unreliable, but there's two times when two circumstances where he does well. First is they're up big, and by the fourth quarter, Nick Chubb is resting and he gets all the carries. And since they're doing well running, he does well and maybe punches in a touchdown. The second one is it's a competitive game more than they expected. The run's not working that well, so they start throwing it a little more. And I think that. Both of these are legitimate options for this game. Stefan Diggs goes up against New England. 
uh, Gilmore's out. Gilmore's out. It looks yeah. like he's going to be out. So but also, gonna... we saw him exit the Broncos game. They're saying it's minor. supposed to be fine, but still. Yeah. Question. Deon- Deontay Johnson, I'm playing uh, Indianapolis, isn't as good against the pass as they are against the run. But Roethlisberger mm-hmm. looks like he's done. The Steelers are slowing down because Roethlisberger is slowing down. His but... arm looks like toast. His arm, like, dude. What? Yeah, but he got, the he Bengals are not that good. I'm sorry. The Bengals are not that good. They're not that Doesn't good. Matter. He gets 10 plus receptions or uh, targets a game. Just yeah. beat the Rams. about eight of those. But it does cap his ceiling. Yeah, but if one of those is a touchdown, um, it's it was a touchdown last week. Right. So take away that touchdown, he would still have a pretty good game. I think he would have gotten like 11 nine points. points. Nine oh, points. Nine Nine points. Okay. Yeah, 9.9. Nine. We'll also like 10 points. Still, uh, you just got to. Uh, and we'll get there. We'll get to why you have to in a second. Travis Kelsey, obvious play. Um, the flex is where I'm struggling a lot. I really don't know what I'm going to do. So, so in my lineup right now, well, in my lineup is Swift simply because Detroit sucks and Stafford keeps throwing it to him short. Yeah, but they play the Bucks now. But they play the Bucks. Terrible. And, uh, Stafford's hurt. Yeah. Again. Um, so that's option A. Option and, B. Just- and I'm playing the Bucks defense. Bad correlation. Or good. Or good. Or good. Depending yeah. on which. Yeah, but it's Not a gamble, really. right? Because it no well if the running if the running game is working for Detroit it's bad for my defense. Yeah, but you're the, the points you're gonna lose as opposed to the points that I would lose. Oh, right, Because right. you could have a good game and they could also put up eight points. The Bucks defense could. Does that make That's sense? True. Yeah. So who else but are anyway, you considering? On name value and potential, Tyler Lockett would be like an option, but he has the Rams defense, so I don't want to do that. I think he's going to bust again. There's, I think there's very little chance that he booms. The next option would be D, uh, Leonard Fournette has the best matchup uh, all season. for Or in the season. Yeah, it's so hard. Across the league is what I'm trying to say. Fournette. Ronald Jones is out again. So Leonard Fournette's the running back one. He had 15 carries for only like 50 yards, but he had two touchdowns. So if yeah. he gets the goal line work, if they're it's trying totally to not throw in the red zone, he could easily wind up with at least one. And it's the worst defense against the run in the league. So I'd definitely consider it. Jeff Wilson, he snapped, he picked up a little injury. However, um, what's his name? Raheem Mostert is done for the season. So if he's out, presumably Jeff Wilson is the running back one. And he also did well when Raheem Mostert didn't play at the end of last game. Which means I have like five different possible flex that I'm all equally considering. I genuinely and David Johnson's got the Bengals too. David Johnson has the Bengals. And oh, that's the other one. That's the that's the one that I forgot to mention. So David Johnson, they finally incorporated him in the pass game. He was like eleven for eleven and a hundred yards. Yeah, I think um I think Swift is the best player. Johnson's the safest. Fournette's the most volatile. And Wilson would be the next most volatile. Drop the ones you don't want and let me pick them up off the waivers. <laughs> I want them all. <laughs> Dude, he's been collecting running backs like Selfish, Pokemon. Son of a bitch. And look how well it's worked. It's worked. No, it's worked. Um, yeah, I don't know which one of those you should go with. Um, I, I, the, I think uh, the best plays on, on your team, I think Eckler against the Broncos is good. Um, also makes me a little bit happy because you're going to be rooting against the Broncos, which somehow I feel like that's going to bring 
like good luck to me because I'm a good Broncos fan and I have to I get to root for the Broncos. Um, it's not rooting for the for the other team anymore. It, like I've gotten so used to it, it's just expectation. You yeah. still have Jared Judy on your team, right? No, I, I, he was part of me getting Jonathan Taylor back. That's not dedication. No, it's not. You said he was your favorite receiver. Yeah. But at some point, you got to make some tough decisions. I already dedicated my season to Dak, so whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Lionel. Broncos fan for life. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I like Swift. I, I think Swift will still have a good game this week, even though it is against the Bucks. but... I, I mean, Swift has been the most reliable. That's Here's cool. the way that I would find. I would ultimately describe my my flux, and like I genuinely don't know which way I'm going to go, but I would describe it as two good players with bad matchups, and then three okay players with great matchups. Right, and then of course uh, you didn't. Uh, did you mention that you have the Browns against the Jets? I know I mentioned uh, it earlier. Browns against the Jets. I, I uh, great pickup, fantastic pickup. That was hands down. That would have been the streaming defense this week. Um, I, I traded Lionel for it. I begged him for a week, and then I gave him Marvin Jones. That was a good move. Cause, but I will say Marvin Jones He's been pretty has lit. done really been well amazing. since then. I guess so that's I, the only benefit of having Galladay on my bench, right? Like as as out. Yeah, yeah. But you have, that one of those is going to blow up. But see, that's what that's what I was. That's why I wanted Corey Davis in case AJ Brown goes down. There's certain cores that you can kind of do that with. Um, well, and then those two are good together. Like I got really a lot of production out of Jones. I played him like two or three weeks, but I figured, honestly, I I just and I it would have I would have done the same thing this week anyway. I was like, look, he's a good player. You could use him, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to bench him over Stephon Diggs and Dante Johnson. You're like breaking him up with him. Look, you're a good player. Yeah, and uh, you've been putting up <laughs> putting up reliable performances, but um, I mean, just just look, just take a look at what these guys are doing. I'm sorry, but I have you to let you know. You can't compete with that. You can't compete with that. Yeah. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. You got this right, bud. That's I basically gave that speech. Meanwhile, Lionel's you. like standing over like, get over here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just told him your bags are packed. Yeah. All this number. Um anyway, I, I can relate to your problem. Uh, because I do feel like I decided I'm gonna fuck with my lineup as little as possible. Um, again, because of the mentality that it's like, there's nothing I can do. I know the players that I believe in, and that's going to be my team. The players that I'm, ner- the only players that I am concerned about on my lineup, there's a few concerns. Um, to talk about the Cook New Orleans matchup, we said the same thing against the Buccaneers two weeks ago. We said the same thing against the Bears last week. It hasn't mattered. Um, and, I'm not anticipating 20 points, but I don't think Cook would be the reason that I lose. I hope not. Again, unless the ultimate blue balls happens. Um, Carson was concerning a little bit last week. That's one of the ones that I'm concerned about, genuinely. Uh, Carries bother me, but it's still Carson's good, and uh, the Rams and the Seahawks have something to play for. This is basically um, for that second spot. Or no, no. Is this for the division? This is for the division, right? Who this, the Rams? The Rams Seahawks game. It's for the division right now. Oh, uh, I thought. I thought the Rams were still ahead, but I don't know. Yeah, I thought the Rams had it. Uh, I think if the Seahawks win, they'll have it. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. The Rams are at ten wins. Yeah, and I think the Seahawks are at nine. Nine, and okay. that would tie them up. But 
Seahawks would have the tiebreaker. So it's, I, I think, um, but anyway, it's Carson. I'm not going to bench him. He's, he's a great player. AJ Brown, I'm concerned about because he's going up against Jair Alexander. But I believe AJ Brown is one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL. I believe this offense works because Derrick Henry unlocks a lot of the passing game. And quite frankly, I, I, I just, there's a high probability he gets a touchdown, even if he doesn't get a lot of yardage, just like he did last week, um, much like Deontay Johnson can do. Uh, but he has a ceiling, and, and I just can't not play that ceiling. We already talked about Tyreek has Atlanta. That's the best play on my roster, aside from maybe Jalen Hurts against, the, uh, against Dallas. But that one's risky. So I do think Hill is hands down the best play. Um, Andrews has been reliable. Uh, he's no Kelsey. But last week, he's come back. Yeah, he's he's come back. He's he's, he's come, come back, back for the last I think few weeks. Continue. So as long as he does something, like last week, um, once he you know he put up like what fifteen points, uh, or no, like fifteen, seventeen points. I can't remember. It was fifteen. It was like fifteen point one, I think. Uh, then Darren Waller's twenty five didn't look that bad, and I think what Darren Waller last week is about as you know about as bad as what Travis Kelsey can do. So. If I can survive that, it does, as long as Andrews just puts up, you know, 10 to 15, I think I'll be good. My concern, again, Jonathan Taylor against the Steelers. After what he's been doing, you just can't bench him. When my other options are J.K. Dobbins, I feel like playing both him and Andrews is actually a bad correlation. I feel like it caps the ceiling. Um, Akers is out. The only other player that I would consider playing is Brandon Cooks because they have the Bengals. But he just he yeah. hasn't been the go-to guy. He hasn't been to, so yeah, I th- yeah I think Jonathan Taylor has to be the guy. It's like I even debate with that. I yeah, I think this one it's hands down. You play your best players. Uh, I drafted I, tra- I drafted Taylor for a reason, and um, he's shown what he can do. He's shown what he can do over the last four yeah. weeks. He's like the running back two behind only one running back. Can you guys tell me who that is? I called it. No, I called it weeks ago, and you guys fucking laughed in my face when I called it. So this David man Robinson. is going to go on a tear. David Robinson. Cam no. Akers. David Robinson. You said he was going to play against Houston. Blah, blah, blah. His last name is not Robinson. Robinson. David Montgomery, dude. I mean, oh, that guy. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, gosh damn it. I thought you were saying That's what David I meant. Yeah. You know what I meant. Yeah. Who the fuck is I David Robinson? That's a, that's, a, that's a fucking Spurs player. Yeah. yeah he said David Robinson. <laughs> Center. I thought yeah, you but I didn't know like, if you were saying James Robinson or David. Yeah. I, I was so confident I was saying it right. Like I, was, <laughs> I thought you were saying James Robinson. I was like, I'm not gonna correct him. Yeah. <laughs> David Robinson. <laughs> no, no. David Montgomery, Sebers player. He was like, he's playing against Houston. He's playing against blah blah. blah. Yeah. Yeah. I called that shit. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah. I think this is a situation where my players don't necessarily have the best matchups, but. Um, I love my starting lineup. I, this might be my favorite team I've ever had. Uh, also, because this year has been just crazy. And I feel much better about this lineup with uh, Jalen Hurts in it right now than Ryan Tannehill. Um, I told both of you guys, I, I thought about, you know, I was thinking about picking him up and seeing if, how he does against the Cardinals and that would dictate my decision. He couldn't have done better. Like he couldn't. It. I. I'm a man of my word. I meant what I said. I think. Uh, I think it's. I think it's possible Carson Wentz comes in the second half and wins him a game. 
It's possible. It is possible. But Hertz <laughs> has been playing so well. Calling it right here on the podcast at 8, 18 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, like, remember this. Remember this. Put this shit on ESPN. Document this shit. I think I, I mentioned this to you before, but uh, before two weeks ago, the New Orleans Saints had not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 55 games. 55 consecutive games the Saints had not allowed one. Then two weeks ago, they allowed two, Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. Why all of a sudden two? Because Jalen Hurts unlocks a different factor in this offense. Next week against a middle-tier defense, he passes for 338 and three touchdowns, runs for 63 yards and a touchdown. 338 against the middling defense. Now when he's playing against the Cowboys, this team looks different with Jalen Hurts. Um, I agree with you 100%. The bust could be oh, an all-time bust. Jay, uh, Carson Wentz would come in, game could be over. It's a total risky play. It's a super risky play. But assuming he plays, and hypothetically, if he continues to play at this level, who would you play over him aside from Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes? Who else would you play over him? Well, I was going to say, um, I mean, you have Dalvin Cook against the Saints defense, right? Yeah. You're not too concerned about his rushing. I mean, weren't you just saying that that rushing defense is susceptible or yeah, like no. give up yards? Yeah, but Cook has been getting like almost 30 carries or 30 opportunities a game. Like you just don't turn down 30 opportunities. You can't. I don't care what defense it is. I'm not going to bench Dalvin Cook. Like what am I going to do? I mean, I guess my I point with that, with the Saints defense, it probably isn't as good as an example. Like as to what can be done in terms of rushing yards against them. Yeah. At least over the course of the last two, three weeks. I mean, okay, so in that case, then I, is the Cowboys defense better than the Saints defense? Cowboys are going to win this shit. We them boys. <laughs> we them boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think – I honestly think the way Jalen Hurts has been playing, I think he's legit. I think, uh, I think this situation, it's kind of – the perfect situation to put a fire under you. Like you get drafted behind this guy. This guy fucking sucks, but it's his franchise. They paid him, whatever. Then they tell you, Hey kid, you have an opportunity. Like you have an opportunity to take this for yourself right now. A kid that had to transfer to a different school already and remake himself and rebuild himself back up. He's already been through this dude. He is Rocky and it's perfect for Philadelphia. I like how you just you get you get so into like their mindset on their backstory. Like yes, he's gonna perform this week. <laughs> There's a picture to be painted, here, and I will paint them. My team is the canvas. Like you just create these stories in your head, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, we, this entire season we've gone down Narrative Street quite a bit. It's a fun road to to travel down. You're all about narrative. Yeah. Let me ask. But you, I'm uh, serious. Tell me that doesn't you, make sense. Let me ask you about this. I, I just don't think they correlate. (laughs) If there's one player on your team that you say is going to win you the game and lose you the game, who would it be based off who you know you're starting? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. In terms of winning? Yeah. Because I think, um, I think I can trust the other players to put up a respectable, uh, like a respectable uh, line. Enough to where I can I feel comfortable that my team will reliably score 120 points this week, and I feel the same way that I feel about Juan's. I feel like 120 is reliable to count on for my team. 
And that's all I'm asking for. What we've been doing these last few weeks is ridiculous. Okay, like, it just, it doesn't always happen. If that's how it is this year, fine. I mean, that would be awesome. But it's just, statistically, it's not like, over the last, um, over the last four weeks, I'm averaging like over 140 points. Like, it's ridiculous. That shit's not going to continue. So I'm hoping for like 120. And I think if a player completely busts, that could be a big difference maker, and I feel uh, the who only would it one be? that concerns me. Would be, uh, that, that was the other Taylor. part of that. Who would it Jonathan be? Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. No, no. Who would be the other side of that? The one that was going to co- that could cost you the game. Jonathan Taylor is the one that could cost me the game. That's what I'm saying. Okay. What about that could win you the game? That's more likely to win oh, you. Oh, Delvin game. Cook. Or no, no, no. Tyreek Hill. No, no, no. Delvin Cook because Tyreek Hill <laughs> okay. and Kelsey even <laughs> out, right? But if Dalvin Cook also makes a difference, like if, if Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill cancel each other out, but then Dalvin Cook has a monster game, it's over. So Dalvin Cook, if, yeah, he would be the MVP on my team. If, if that were to happen, I think that's, that's um, both of those two things are the biggest. And it's perfect. Those are the two players that I, that I loved most that I drafted. Um, Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor. So it's kind of cool that like it's coming down to those players Um, and that I'm fucking here. Juan, who do you think is your bet? Like if you win, who do you think it's going to be? And if you lose, who would like because or whatever Lionel asked me. (laughs) 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 I understood the question. <laughs> so I think he kind of falls into both categories, but I really think I live or die by Josh Allen. Um, I think that the games where I can put up 140 plus points are the games where he puts up QB like QB one of the season numbers, 36 points, you know, something like that, 34 points. He did put up the mark of the beast last week, though. Does that make you nervous? 36.66. Not not particularly, no. <laughs> Say your Hail Marys, everybody. Did you here, read right? the Bible this morning? I sh- I'll read it tomorrow before the game start. Dude, you got to watch it tonight. The movie. Oh, the yeah? The Passion? Oh. You have to watch The Passion tonight? <laughs> I guess <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Don't do that to I, I just think that the my team is going to put up between 100 and 110 in, like, from spots two through nine, right? And then... Whether or not I can put it, I'll put up like 125 or 145 is whether Josh Allen puts up 15 or 35. And he's good for either. <laughs> you know what? After listening to this, I am going to pick myself. I think I'm going to win. I think I got this. The, the real question is Does Seaberg get a higher scoring than you two? <laughs> Seaberg would <laughs> declare himself the champ if he Hey, did. <laughs> to be fair, he scored higher than everybody. So you can't talk shit. He would absolutely say he won yeah. the championship. If yeah. He got yeah, he would claim the championship. Matter of fact, I hope it happens. He He's like, I should have been <laughs> in the championship. I should have made these moves earlier. I shouldn't have it played should have the been stack. A 10 playoff, like. <laughs> DMC cost me like, a championship. Yeah, he was like, getting Patrick Mahomes was the best move, move like of all time. <laughs> <laughs> getting David That's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be, you're going to get two touchdowns for Kelsey. I'm going to get two touchdowns for Hill. And he's going to be like, Mahomes had four touchdowns, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Best quarterback in the league. Oh, my God. 
I just he'll never end like he won't shut up about it. I for like two seasons if that happens. That's him in general, like with anything. Yeah. No, and he truly believes forever. he truly believes he's the champion of the league. <laughs> if he outscores us next week. Yeah, he would say that. Like I beat fucking Juan and Renee. He'll say that the, five years from now, when so like when some random new guy fucking wins a championship, he's gonna we'll be see like, who the new champion is. We'll see who the new champion is, but Saber will always be the mascot of the league. For sure. Yeah, the woo. The woo. woo. Oh man. <laughs> I fucking won that year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think uh I think this week is gonna be it was interesting. My best year in fantasy. <laughs> I do want to give you know, before we 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 end end today's podcast, do you guys have anything else that you wanted to discuss? Uh I think that Lionel is going to lose the toilet bowl. Dude, no, I'm so sorry. afraid I have of the toilet bowl. I've had, yeah, I've so had Danny. I've had Danny had one, but no, Quincy won. So I think you're going to win. I, I will say, I think there's two reasons why I wanted Quincy to win. Uh, one, I'm less afraid of this team. But second, uh, I don't feel like Danny wouldn't do the challenge or whatever we're going to do. Like or the loser dog thing. That's true. Yeah, Quincy will do it. He's a, he's. A, I feel like Quincy would be more likely to do it. Yeah. Yeah, Quincy will do it. He's he he's always game for shit like that. He's a cool guy. He does that shit. Not to say that you're not cool, Danny, but I can't I can't picture you saying yes to wearing a dog suit and a bar crawl. I can't Change picture him down. saying yes. Change my mind after the end of this week, Danny. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture him do it either. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Hope Aaron Jones breaks his leg and UTEP loses all their funding. <laughs> Damn. That's the thing. If if he if Aaron Jones goes off, then I think you'll lose. I've I had four players out this week and I had two players go out like mid game. Yeah, you had the worst. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Hey, but uh high mm. risk. I I do hope that you win the not that you win that you lose but win the trophy i do hope and then I, if you if that happens i will be making a last place trophy without question that is a promise that is a guarantee right here on and this wear the dog. If, if anything i'll be champions with one of you all right like that's probably the greatest feeling of this all like, all three of us would be champions no it'd be the perfect ending would you really turn trading to... back on? I'm gonna turn trading back on, and I'm just gonna let everyone trade their players to Quincy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make it so that everyone can trade with Lionel. Use <laughs> yeah. your commissioner powers and move them. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh, look! Not, not even open it up. <laughs> uh, just like do it automatically. <laughs> Put them in the starting lineup. And like... <laughs> I'm gonna start doing. You know what? I'm gonna take the players from your team, Lionel, onto Quincy's. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be playing James Robinson. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That really would. Hilarious. All right. Um, do you want to talk uh, alternate league formats next week or something? Yeah, actually. Okay. So really quick. Um, I guess uh, before we call it. Um, oh, and a seating format. I do think we needed to come up with a good seating format. Um, last year we named the league obviously. So we have to change it. I think it was a good strategy, but I think uh, we do need to find something else so we can start thinking about that. But um, I also do want to start considering, you know, like every year we, we make little changes to the league and uh, obviously we'll see where we're at next year when we're coming up on, you know, everything. But 
uh, I would be interested in, in, in starting to propose some ideas, but I guess we can discuss that at a later time for sure. Next week, um, I think, I mean, I can do the podcast if you guys want to. Yeah, I guess we should, right? Post-championship. We kind of have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, we have to. And we to. can talk about that. Yeah, we have to. We have to talk about that. And, okay, next week we'll come up with some awards. Okay, we'll do that during the week. Um, we can text each other and we'll come up with some awards. We'll come up with categories and we'll send each other our nominees for those categories. And we'll give out awards this year. And uh, hopefully, if Lionel wins the toilet bowl, we'll have a new trophy to hand out. How do you feel about that? If I uh, win, can I get Trevor Lawrence with my first overall pick in the next year's draft? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, God. Well, if you yeah. lose. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us. Juan, uh, good luck on your matchup. Uh, I do think I'm going to win this week. Um, I need a Lionel to give that. me a confidence boost. But yeah, I do think, I think uh, I'd be a fool not to think I'd win. Yeah, don't change your lineup. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. That was a big part of the beginning of this week for me. I was like, I'm setting my lineup right now, and it's totally not going to change. And I'm totally not going to tilt this entire week. I'm not going to fucking tilt. I'm not going to fuck. I should have played Taylor. Exactly <laughs> the thought process I went through. But anyway... Peace out, y'all.